Today's Daily Belief Game episode, your appreciation is as wide as you decide. Let's do it. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. It's time to get wild. There's no dollar sign on a piece of mind. So, do you know that life is a belief game? Do you know that what you think, and far more importantly, what that thought feels like, dictates how the experiences of your life unfolds? I call life a belief game because, as they say, whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. Intention, attention, and reaction creates your manifestations, relations, and separation. Life is about choices, which are decisions to believe something in particular. And the belief game is played by feelizing your choices with every thought, since every thought you have is instantly and infinitely correlated to every matching thought to the exact degree to which they match. And you think it, you will realize it. It's quite that simple, but it's also very helpful if you do it every day, hence the daily belief game. Today's episode, your appreciation is as wide as you decide. I know this seems intuitive. Like, duh, you decide how much you like everything. But you might be underestimating the power that you wield and, conversely, the power that you're limiting. First, let me sell you on on wider appreciation, and then I'll give you some practical application because how much you appreciate something is really how much power you're flexing. For instance, the reason that everyone, you know, from philosophers to saints to neuroscientists, they say that attitude is everything is because it is. (laughs) Appreciation is the energy of creation. The more you use the power of your focus to appreciate, your life not only feels better, the circumstances of your life will draw more and more things and people to appreciate. All right? I like to say that, that, that I love everybody and everything all the time, plus or minus 3%. <laughs> but uh, making a commitment to seeing things I like instead of identifying what I don't like has made my life feel like I live in a theme park, right? I mean, it really does. It makes your life beautiful pervasively if you make an effort to appreciate things. And even from a neuroscience, if you're not even a believer in consciousness or souls, from a neuroscience standpoint, every system of your body, from your cognition to your function, is dramatically improved when your brain floods it with the chemicals of appreciation. The emotional peptides, as they say, of inspiration, joy, enthusiasm, contentment, or peace will make every aspect of your physical form thrive. And you know this to be true. I mean, everybody tells you if you're flooding yourself with good chemicals of good emotions, then you're going to have thriving cells. If you're flooding them with stress, then you're going to have stressed cells. So just your body is going to improve from widening your appreciation. And from a religious or philosophical or even musical perspective, love is all you need, right? Love is it. Love is the power. Love is what it is. That's not only energy of the world. It's not only the energy of God. It's not only the measure of of whether consciousness is focused in the right direction. It's also fun. So why not, right? But this is not new to you. You know, appreciation is the light of God, you know, flowing through you. The chemical composition of thriving and it's satisfying. So how do you widen your appreciation? Here's the practical part. First, notice how much you're looking for things to reject <laughs> and how much you're trying to find things you love. 
In fact, this episode of The Daily Belief Game is really almost entirely homework-based because it's really about getting out there and, and having the discipline, playing the discipline game of The Daily Belief Game. One, you know, notice that acceptance is also appreciation. That's a good thing for you. Notice that acceptance is appreciation. Number two, when you see something that repulses you <laughs> or you hate or dislike or frustrated by, instead of giving instead of giving a fake compliment to preserve someone's feelings, find something you actually appreciate. Stop BSing yourself about your own appreciation or at least try to accept it in a neutral sense. And number three, find two things about every, find two things you like about everything you see in a day uh, as you go through your day. Say, give me an example. Say you're repulsed by hairy people. No disrespect to hairy people. I got no judgment. Uh, first, acceptance. Here's where acceptance can be valuable. You could say, well, I'm kind of grossed out by hairy people, but you know, some people are not only okay with it, some people actually love hairy people. That's acceptance. Gay people call hairy gay men, gay men call hairy gay men bears. That's their term for it. You've probably heard that. That sounds like a term of endearment. So obviously they think bears are a good thing. And so by saying that, I, I, you know, you could say, I'm sure that there are people who specifically seek out hairy people. Not for me, but help yourself if it turns you on. That's acceptance. And that's part of appreciation is, to, is when you're repulsed by something to be okay with it and say other people like it. And that's awesome. And that's rad. See how acceptance, you know, just by doing that, it feels better. It has already widened your appreciation. Now, I live in an entertainment town, so I frequently see the creative projects of my friends, and sometimes they kind of suck. <laughs> now, I, I used to, I was a great actor. I've always been a good actor. Uh, well, I'm a decent actor. The best, my best acting I did was lying to people. <laughs> uh, I could lie like the best of them and tell people they did a great job when I didn't believe that one iota. So then I followed this rule and I said, well, when I see something that repulses me, instead of giving a fake compliment to preserve their feelings, I'm going to find something I actually appreciate or at least accept neutrally, right? So I'd either find something I liked, maybe if it was a project of my friends, you know, maybe the soundtrack, the theme, uh, the comedy relief actor, the writing, something. And when I had none of those, I couldn't find a single thing I liked in the project. I at least offered my appreciation of the effort. You know, asking the creator of the piece, of this unfortunate, terrible piece, ask them something like, hey, how much of your soul went into this? You know, uh, how were you able to get all the pieces together to make this happen? You know, how does it feel to pull this project off? And that still is appreciation and it's genuine and you're not BSing yourself anymore. And it will, and they will feel that appreciation because you want to appreciate the universal human story of, of putting your heart behind something rather than whether the final product met expectations of approval, whether you thought it was awesome. As uh, I'm watching something of my friend's project, something, even if it's horrible, I can also scan for something I thought was impressive or fascinating or interesting. So while you're watching, if you're starting to say, oh my God, this is terrible, stop yourself and start saying, okay, I want to find something that's fascinating or interesting or impressive that I can ask the creator about uh, should they solicit my opinion. And be truthful about it. The hard thing about appreciation, you got to stop BSing yourself. And then the third part is make appreciation your dominant habit. Wire your brain to appreciate. Find two things about everything you see today that you appreciate. Let me give an example in the, in the lens of sexual attraction. We all know that one too well. Uh, that could apply widely. Uh, most people have a very narrow looks type that they like. 
you know, say when you're evaluating a woman, I'm a heterosexual, I like women. Uh, say when you're evaluating a woman on attractiveness and you settle on a certain, you know, hip to waist ratio or a certain hair color or face shape or dress style or body mass index, etc. When you do this, the more you look for people who fit those specifications, you know, coupled with actively looking for traits to exclude because they lack the ideal physical attributes you like, the more your internal reaction grows when those conditions were satisfied or lacking. You expand those things. You know, like if you said, I hate women who wear too much makeup, then you would be training your brain and asking your consciousness to show you every woman who did that, who put on too much makeup. So you could feel repulsion and reject them because you're asking for that. You're getting it. You know, if you think they're too short, too tall, too fat, too thin, but you could change it to, you know, oh, they're too short for me, but they're still adorable. Accept it. They're too thin for me. I like some meat on their bones, but I have lots of friends who find skinny people hot. And that's, that's how you convert it in your head. And then find things you love. Like, you know, uh, I don't know, man, that dude is so hairy and smells kind of bad. And that would could be like your old dominant belief. But what do you like? You can find a truth. You can say, um, hairy, bad, hairy, smelly, hairy, smelly. No, what do I like? What do I like? I like their smile. Uh, I love how, you know, how they color their hair like that. That's brave. Uh, I like the curve on their, you know, whatever. Uh, that's really hot. You know, whatever. But find it. If you do, you will see beauty everywhere and in everyone until you love everybody and everything all the time. Hairy people, shaved people, pale skin, blemished skin, big smiles, bitchy resting faces, whatever. You will find beauty in all of it. And then the best thing ever happens. This is the point of all this. What will happen is you will love yourself and judge yourself less. You will love who you are, where you live, what you do, and that will make you know, your truth, your purpose, and your authentic self rise to the top of your consciousness, which will make you loved, loving, and lovable to everyone all the time. When you love that much, when you love everything and everyone all the time, you will be the ultimate self-realized, deliberate creator in this quantum field. You will be, if you like the religious version, you will be a Christ, a Buddha, a prophet, a saint, walking among men. The person everyone admires and wishes they were, not because you need the appreciation, but because you are the living embodiment of appreciation, which again is literally the power of God, the universe, creation, life itself. That is how it's done. So thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Jeff Stein. You can find me at jeffsworld.com, jeffs-world.com. My co-conspirators and I help individuals, companies, and organizations cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become inspiration in action. Thanks for listening. Please think responsibly. You want answers? I don't know. I'm Embrace it. Just asking. Life is choice. The power to create happiness. You can choose to be a victim or anything else you'd like to be. You want to change the world? Don't know how to begin. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It's the right path. It's a path made of principle that leads to character. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Come on, come on, come on, come on, hey, come on, 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 all right, come on.